Hello, 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 and welcome to Rainbows Rising, where we ascend together. I'm your host, Rainbow Raja, and today I have an incredible award-winning author. She is here to share her book and her insight with us. Welcome, Falak. How are you? Thank you. I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me here. Absolutely. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about your book, what inspired you to write this book, and about your journey to finding, I mean, your book is about soulmates, right? Yes. Yeah, finding this this insight on soulmates, because there's so much information out there, like, yeah. how are we to know that your insight is the insight to have? <laughs> yeah, so uh, the name of my book is The Soulmate Mantra, and it's a woman's guide to finding love. And um, uh, what inspired me was definitely my journey, uh, my personal journey as well of finding my soulmate relationship or my soulmate. And uh, also as a relationship coach, as an intuitive healer, I have worked with several women who have been struggling to find the love of their life. And I have helped them manifest a soulmate relationship. So um, applying all those insights and making bringing it out in a form of a book. So you can definitely say that this book is also kind of your journal, like, you know, that would help you um, uh, work through this. You can work on yourself through this book. You can make it as a stepping stone in your journey and you can start your work with this book as well. So it's, 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 uh, it, it is the book that shares my journey. It includes client experiences and it includes journal prompts and uh, uh, exercises that will help you look at, inside within yourself and uh, initiate your journey into a soulmate relationship and manifesting love in your life. Oh my goodness. So it's, this is not just a book. Yes, this is an experience. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. It's an interactive book. Now, yes. you know, I've I've seen a couple of these. I and it, there's one thing when it just gives you, you know, like, "Oh yes, go do this practice right after the the chapter." But it sounds like yours is a lot more intensive. I I really appreciate that cuz I think sometimes when we're reading books, if we're not annotating that book, we're not really like absorbing the material. So your book is almost like utilizing annotation and yeah. application. Um, that's, a, how, how'd you come up with that idea? So um, uh, I always had a desire to bring out a book. Um, and so it was since I was in my twenties, I can say that, like I began my journey as a doctor a holistic doctor, MD in homeopathy. And uh, later down the road, there was something in me that would uh, like, you know, write often, like, but I did not had an opportunity to finish, like, you know, and also like, you know, you have those, those pages that are really like, you know, you have written in the flow, but actually it, it, you have not been able to put it together. So when I moved to Canada, I'm from India. I was born and raised in India. And in recently, uh, uh, three years back, I moved to Canada in 2018. And only when I got that, it was a time when I had that space and time to kind of rediscover myself of how I want to take my career further in a new land. 
and then this um desire of writing the book really uh pulled me towards it like you know i was like okay what is that through which my soul would be really happy if i uh what expression of me is longing to be expressed in a way right and at that moment of time it came as writing a book and the only thing that i resonated most at that moment was writing about my journey of finding a soulmate relationship and uh, so this is how the book came out and uh, exactly like you know as you said that it is not it is not like a book that okay you have to read from the beginning till the end but even if you read a chapter it would still carry the essence and you can still uh, uh, pull up that part of the book and uh, imbibe the wisdom in it awesome so if you could share you know just just one really incredible you know part of your book what part mm-hmm. of your book would you would you share with our listening audience something to hook them in make them go yeah. out and buy your book i, I mean i want to hear a little bit more about your book yeah so um there is a beautiful story like you know i'm a big fan of small stories which has great impact like you know and there is this beautiful story uh in the book that i have narrated and it is in the part almost towards the end in the chapter of awakened relationships and the story goes by um once there was uh it's uh, it's based on an indian mythological story and it was like the gods of gods god indra like you know he asked all the gods that where can we hit the divinity uh from humans like you know so that humans are unable to find it because humans have misused whatever uh powers they have and i don't want them to misuse this so let's hide the divinity so that they would keep looking for it like you know and all the gods decided okay so they came up with different ideas like okay let's uh uh hit them hit it in the deepest ocean so that humans are unable to find it and then he they, the lord indra said like no they would go down into the ocean dive deep and they would find it that is not a good place to hide it so the other god suggested let's hide it at the top of the mountains they would never think and say no humans have like you know gone to the top of the mountains to climb it and they might find it so that is not a good idea and then one of the gods came up with an idea how about if we hide their divinity within themselves because humans have a tendency that they would look all around outside finding and looking for things for their divinity that it is outside somewhere but they would never ever be able to find when it's hidden within themselves and this is how all the gods decided and hide the divinity of humans within themselves and this is like you know the crux of my book i can say that actually whatever you you are uh, struggling with or whatever situation you have created or whatever you are looking for it is our human tendency to look for outside even if it comes to relationships we also we always want to fix the other it is never about the self right we are mm. too focused outside on the other but actually the key to uh, even having a harmonious relationship or even having a love in one life re- resides within yourself that that divinity is to tap within 
right so this this part i think i love the most <laughs> That is a great story. And as you were saying, I was like, oh, yeah, I see where this is going. <laughs> it's I, I mean, it's so true. I think so many of us, even even practicing spiritual people, we have a yes. tendency to seek the guidance, to seek yes. the help, to yeah. seek the advice, the yeah. input outside yeah. ourselves yeah but when yeah. when we go within we do a journey we sit in the void that is just ooey gooey yeah. awesome yeah uh, even that, like for spi cool. spiritual people definitely i would say like you know seeking for help i feel that is that is a part of the journey because at times when we see when we want to go uh, within ourselves it is not possible in uh, certain situations when we are going through like you know we we at times cannot be our own mirror we need yep. someone who can show us the mirror who can hold space for us and uh, like you know in spite of me being a healer I have my own people whom I go to like you know who can hold space for me and help me reflect so that reflection even as healers or coaches is necessary and it is okay to seek that however at times we miss um, even even being on a spiritual journey being in we miss that actually whatever we are seeking and it is not outside and even if you inculcate that part of the story that okay there is something within me that is creating this chaos there is something within me that is not in the form of self-blame that, oh, it's me, not in that way, like, you know, but in the form of taking responsibility of yep. one's own life. Yeah. Yep. Holding yourself accountable for your yes. own, you know, your own junk that has now yeah. mucked everything up. Well, I, I totally agree. Like, I know I have healers that I work with and yeah. have, I've been, I've been getting work for a long time, but I know that the biggest, most troublesome things in my life were things that I very well could have addressed on my own. Yeah. But the fear or the discomfort of having to, you know, like, you kind of already know what it is. You're like, yeah, I know. I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And yeah. I think there's a lot of people who go, I'm going to go look for help elsewhere. Where's the miracle yeah. worker? I want them to fix the problem. Yeah. And they just don't want to do the work. Yeah, that is, that is definitely, yeah, definitely. Like I have seen many people like, you know, when I, uh, when they are on their, like, you know, especially in respect to love relationships. They are right, I was just about to say that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> going to, going to tarot readers and psychic, I don't, I don't say it is wrong. I definitely, yeah, they do. No, you guys keep coming job. to me for your tarot readings. I, I love, <laughs> I love giving you love advice unfiltered. <laughs> So that is there. But when it comes to doing the real work to like, you know, unburdening yourself or healing your patterns or woundings, usually people do not take responsibility for that. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. I, feel. I, 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 when I say I, I give those tarot readings unfiltered, I, I really do. People come to me, I'm like, yeah. la, 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 tell me what to do. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, it's, it's right here. Yeah, <laughs> this is telling you, you don't just don't like what I'm telling you, yeah. please, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in regards to love and like, let's say you're in a relationship and there's dysfunction. Ah, who yeah. doesn't have that? Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. But but it's to a detrimental level. You know, mm. does that mean that it's your partner's fault or is it something within you that you have to heal and then there will be function with your partner or is it the yeah. compatibility? What exactly in a, a relationship, a dysfunctional relationship is like where where's the I guess the root of the problem yeah. or where should people be seeking answers for that? Right. Yeah. So in a dysfunctional relationship, like, you know, I also work with uh, people who are married and who are going through tough phase in their relationship. So it is always uh, the one partner who would come to see me, like, you know, work to ready to work on their relationship. And when I start working them with them, like, you know, for a certain extent that work, if the only one person is working on themselves, it helps up to a certain extent. Yep. But after that, I feel if you want to bring in harmony and peace and love into the relationship, it is so necessary that both partners take responsibility of their of healing their own patterns and woundings and traumas mm -hmm. so that they are able to um, bring in that peace in the relationship and harmony in the relationship. Because most often it happens that the individual is projecting their own woundings and traumas into the relationship right they spill it over into the relationship and as a result there is a mess or a chaos um, happening and that causes the dysfunctionality I would say but when both partners are ready to take responsibility of their own wounding of their own patterns of whatever they are projecting into the relationship and both work on their own healing and growth then there is a possibility that this uh, dysfunctionality can heal as well. Like I have worked with couples like who uh, this man came to me and he, he started working together. And then I suggested him that it would be really uh, beautiful if your partner is agreeing to this work and she starts working on herself. And then she got into working on herself as well. Mm -hmm. Now they are at a point, they got separated. They were thinking of, filing an official divorce and everything but now they started they got back together because they understood that whatever the mess was being created it was the projection of their own wounding and it was not the other person doing this to them like you know mm. so that really I feel uh, if a person if a couple is ready to work on their self with awareness with bring in the healing of all those parts of their selves that needs to be healed then the relationship can really kind of, uh, they can again go back stronger. Absolutely. So, so moving into kind of understanding like how to find a soulmate, because that was your journey, right? It was, it was yeah. seeking out a soulmate. Yeah. And really what are the qualities of a soulmate? Like, how do you know? We've got people saying things about twin flames. We have soulmates. We have karmic contracts. Yeah. We have all, all different types of yeah. relationships. Yeah. How so, are, how do we differentiate between all of these? Yes, that's a good question. Interactions. <laughs> and, uh, I would say like, you know, most of the, uh, at times, when I talk about soulmate, I am talking about the most compatible soulmate, 
because at times the karmic relationship as you said like you know um, i might be in an abusive relationship and he might be my soulmate as well we had previous karmic baggage that we had to resolve and so we met again so here when i talk about soulmates it's the most compatible soulmate because it can be a karmic relationship it might be painful it might be abusive it might be bad and it can be your soulmate as well so when i uh, when i uh, narrate the journey of manifesting a soulmate relationship i would say i always um uh, set an intention ask the person to set an intention of having a compatible soulmate relationship right so that is the uh, first thing of course there are twin flame relationships and soulmate so basically i can say that soulmate relationship is like you know where you are both in a harmonious loving relationship it's not karmic and hence there is less uh less of uh baggage or less of uh trouble and pain in the relationship however in spite uh, a soulmate relationship is also not a cake on a walk like a walk on a cake sorry a cake <laughs> and walk it's like yeah a cake walk and it's like um it's not like that it's it still has its own challenges any relationship i would say it it has its own challenges troubles arguments fights uh, disagreements conflicts but because those is, are necessary to exactly, grow exactly 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 and so as as because as partners you are the closest closest mirrors to each other Mm-hmm. right so it i i also say that like you know having a relationship or manifesting a soulmate or having a relationship itself love relationship a committed love relationship itself has a great potential to spiritual awakening because when you mirrorize each other in a way and you hold you are able to hold space for each other it can be um, it can be a journey where you can help each other evolve into into the best versions of yourself so this kind of soulmate relationship uh, i talk about and like you know and when you ask me like how do you know like you know whether it's a soulmate relationship so let me give you my example when i uh, met my husband for the first time like we were together in school and then we got uh, we were friends and then he suddenly came back after years and he came to see me and suddenly one day he appeared uh, in my clinic in india and he's like hey you are here i saw your uh, board and i thought it was you and i came to meet you and all of a sudden he came from nowhere and when he came on that first day something in me knew that this is not a coincidence it is not a coincidence that someone we haven't met in years like you know and suddenly appears on my door and there is something to it like you know so that was one thing and then when we started dating i could i could i could uh, i did have a visions of our past lives and memories and so much of uh, even during our dating period we had worked a lot on ourselves like you know uh, on each of our of uh, our issues that had surfaced so it was a lot of work as well so during that period moment as well and many of my clients have also experienced that like you know when they meet their soulmates they suddenly have a memory or a vision of their past life spent together so that is very 
kind of uh, and it is not it has to be someone who is high spiritual person like you know but they have that uh, feeling of as if they have met before as if it's not the first time they are meeting this person that feeling itself confirms that there is a, it's it's kind of a soulmate relationship i can say gotcha so um when you were talking about all of that i i then was considering like what about those so like i i know from working with clients there are people that you meet where you get that kind of a an initial attraction or initial like interaction right but a lot of those you know i i won't say all or necessarily like a majority but i have gotten a lot of clients who then have those relationships are kind of narcissist empath like dynamic so why why do you think um that seems maybe you don't know anything about it but i just think it's a really interesting parallel cuz i know i've had that where i met somebody i was certain was my soulmate i had the the past life flashback um we were together for a number of years like weird synchronicities i'd be like universe i don't know about this person send me a sign in fact i'm going to ask for a specific sign i need mm-hmm. this and this and this all at the same time i need it to happen like this and it yeah. did and i was mm-hmm. like this is this is insane this is just mm-hmm. crazy right mm-hmm. but that person was not a healthy person right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so how can you you know you listeners right how can those mm-hmm. listeners out there maybe differentiate or be able to tell the difference between a healthy soulmate yeah. and the toxic soulmate yeah. and i mean if you're crossing their path in this life we're meant to help them heal or they're meant yeah. to help us heal we're yeah. supposed to be balancing the scales yeah. in some way yeah. so how yeah. can we move through that process faster with less yeah. pain and suffering yeah yeah so it is uh, the number one thing that i usually when i work with clients i ask them to do is have total clarity of what kind of person you want to attract in your life right mm, so that okay. is making uh, making a list of things that you want in a person like you know so when you are manifesting a soulmate if you have those red flags like he he is being possessive and you do not want a possessive man you cut out that relationship so like you know we like if you i don't know but this is right now what is coming to me is like we have those different multidimensional timelines like you yeah. know so when you have a set of things that uh, okay i want to manifest a man who's not possessive and you are operating out of that clarity and intention your timeline shift it's like you know that toxic toxic soulmate goes out and a a uh, a healthy one comes in so it is you who set those timelines it is you who set those intentions so first of all even before going and uh, uh checking out whether it is toxic or not but having that going out into the universe with that total clarity of what you want to receive how you you want your relationship to be because mm-hmm. most of the women that i work with i have seen that they have no clarity on what they want in your in their life mm. most of the women come out of the place that oh he wants me is enough to be in a relationship right their criteria of being in a relationship is like oh he said he loves me 
he's ready to be with me that what else should i look for he 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 loves me he cares for me i i want that that's all like you know and they forget about all the possible um things that can be in a relationship and then yeah. they they find out that oh he's over possessive he's controlling he's abusive so when you are setting your intentions your your core values of how you want a relationship to be there should be mutual respect openness uh, trust loyalty if you are looking for a communication <laughs> yeah like you know everything whatever you are looking for so yeah. like you know when when they when they say that i want a nice guy now an, a real a guy can be really nice but he might be uh, addict what what he can be an addict what would we do yeah right so yep. you want someone that was, was that was what i did i set up i totally 100 i was like i want a nice guy I just want somebody who really loves me, who's there yeah. for me, that makes me feel safe and awesome. And of yeah. course, he was an alcoholic. Yeah. Who then would just disappear. <laughs> he was a pathological liar. Just like, yeah. he just yeah. told me whatever I wanted to hear because it made me feel good. Yeah. Did that for five years. He was such a good liar. I had no idea. <laughs> so that that is exactly what I have mentioned in my book. there are two type two ways you can pick like you know one is a way where you go into a relationship you make that mess and then you realize okay i don't want an want an uh, addict right yeah. so you then move on to the next relationship and then you again see okay i don't want this now okay i don't want this or there is another way that is more feminine way i can say of having clarity first within yourself to make your list clear of what you want to experience what kind of relationship you want to be in and what kind of man you want to manifest and i would assume this also that, works for men trying to manifest the perfect of course, woman of right course, of course yeah yeah of course. just want to make sure we're covering the whole yeah, spectrum just of, not of feeling <laughs> yeah they shouldn't feel left out right so yeah you guys you get you guys are are you guys can wish for the women just be specific about what you yeah. want <laughs> yeah just like you know because I, i'm talking uh, from a women's perspective because the book that i have wrote is from a women's perspective though Absolutely. it applies to men as well and uh, um so uh, being a woman i have shared my journey and most of my uh, clients had been women and so i speak for women but uh, mm. it doesn't mean that it doesn't apply to men as well i i so, think love is is non-gender conformative i think it applies to Absolutely. all <laughs> absolutely absolutely it applies to your partners like you know whoever you consider yeah. it to be so uh, so like you know having that clarity will help you to filter out the toxic the abusive and unhealthy relationships because you have set your intention right you have set your clarity of what mm. and how you want to experience and like you know when when you are coming out of a place of worthiness like you know that i am worthy of that love i am worthy of that commitment loyalty of being treated well of being respected of being open in allowance and allowing being allowed to flow and when you when you set your intention in that way you would have a healthy relationship where you would have a man who fulfills all those things and then if it doesn't happen you know that you have to filter it out at a very early stage of yeah. the relationship yeah 
So when you start seeing those I signs, I have two right? questions now. Okay, yes. so the yes. first one is what? What about those people right now who are stuck in a relationship that might not be ideal, but it's not absolutely terrible, but they're yes. feeling like something's missing, right? And the mm -hmm. second question, because I don't want to forget it, because I totally will. I, it's, it already happened. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh and oh, settling settling what is your opinion on when people men and women have a tendency of settling just because it seems to be the most logical like oh yes this relationship made, makes logical sense but maybe the spark or the fire or the oomph isn't there yeah. Yeah. So what what are your opinions on those two things? So, like, you know, answering your first question, I would say, uh, like, you know, where you are already in a relationship, but you do not have that feeling, okay, this is the relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And this is what exactly happened. And this, uh, this is the part of the story I have also mentioned in my book, that one, uh, when I was in my 20s, and I was dating this guy, and everything seemed perfect. Like, you know, he was a really good person. He was really um, gentle, emotional, empathetic, everything, everything. However, after being in a relationship for three years, there was a feeling in me that this is not it. Like, you know, this is this doesn't feel as if it is the one like, you know, and when it came to um conveying him that it was difficult because oh what do you want what is missing tell me like you know and I could not point my finger on like okay this is missing it's not this or this mm -hmm. not and I was unable to understand and and I just conveyed him that I do not know what it is but there is something which doesn't feel complete in here and I want to reflect that that what is that is missing in this relationship or what do I feel why do I feel this way mm -hmm. and so I took a break from that relationship and it uh, one month passed and two months passed and I did not have clarity I was in that confused state where I was unable to understand myself and then and then it so happened that um, this guy couldn't handle the pressure and um, uh, it back there in India, it is a it is a very normal thing that your parents can pick a girl for you. And if you like, you can say yes, like, you know, it's kind of an arranged marriage kind of a thing. And uh, his parents were eager to uh, to find a bride for him. And he said yes. And it was all gone in a sudden. And I was like, oh, my God, what was that? I mean. So it was like, you know, and only later I was in a very painful state, to be honest. Well, I mean, I wasn't I mean I'm sure that moment brought you lots of clarity. Man, he moved on real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Had he even met the girl first? Man, you wondered what was missing. Um, There's a lot missing there. <laughs> yeah, and this is exactly I realized uh like i was in pain i processed my depression and whatever but only when i look back i could realize that that person had miss was missing that spiritual 
inclination on working on himself on being self aware on mm-hmm. uh applying this uh um uh, applying this spirituality to his life and he was yeah. spiritual in a different way where he was more into religion i wasn't more into religion i was my spirituality was connection with myself and the divinity within and outside that's it and that was the part that was missing and only when i came out when the universe kicked my ass like you know that okay you are out now so it was literally it was literally a way where universe pushed me out that this is not what you are seeking and for me as a person that openness that spirituality that openness to one's growth and healing and working on oneself was major part of who i am and this is what i was looking in a relationship and that incidence that relationship helped me have this clarity that okay this is what i am looking for like you know so uh, definitely if you are in a relationship and you have that feeling that something is not right this is not it i think you should not stop looking one should not settle for uh, just because it seems good it has everything i don't know the umph is not there but like you know it is only you who know who would know kind of and yeah. if you have a question take your time to reflect take your time to sit with it to process it and have that clarity of what you are exactly looking for and usually like you know when you ask the other question of how about settling but there are also women who go with the word you have to compromise in a relationship like yep. you know when you are looking for a relationship yep. so recently or if I, they have kids and they're like yeah. i'm and, i'm i i i'm settled i got i got the family what are you going to do then because it's, yeah you know you, you got this partner who isn't a bad partner they're great the only issue yeah. is am i being selfish wanting more yeah. <laughs> right yeah but but this is what i have to say like you know there is uh, we have always as women i would take it as women because men might not i have not seen men oh i have to compromise with this woman they never do no, that they right? just leave yeah and <laughs> they so just go have women, their fun on the side <laughs> as women we feel that oh we have kids so uh, so or uh, like you know i ha- i would tell you uh, incidents with this one of my clients and she came to me she had uh, just uh like you know she her engagement was she was engaged and uh, uh the guy broke off the engagement and uh, later on when she came to me she was like she felt like a damaged good like you know that now what i ha- i cannot have a person who can love me with this i have to compromise like you know i have a bad thing that has happened now i am a damaged good so i have to compromise the other if the other person is uh having a bad habit or if is like you know is flirty i should compromise because even i have my past so it's okay if he has his past like you know so that kind of setup i feel as women we shouldn't allow we should rise up to seeing oneself as worthy of being loved and treated well and, and respected, respected. Uh, yeah and respected yeah. and and seen as like you know i always say we need to invoke that queen code within ourselves so that we have a man who treats us like a queen and um answering about the relationship that you are in i feel if there is something that you are looking for more it is more about also as a couple 
how you can work on this relationship like you know how you can take your personal responsibility of your own growth and uh things that are surfacing for you and how both of you as a couple can help each other and work uh on each other's uh like on oneself i would say first and then as a couple like you know so that would help to bring in that newness that would help to bring in in a new way of being right that can bring in that new vibe to the relationship awesome so um if you wouldn't mind do you have a copy of your book to show the viewers cuz i mean this is going out there visually yeah as yeah. well this is so, this is my book the soulmate mantra you guys take take a good look um where can they find your book it's available on amazon all over the world <laughs> amazon where all things are found yeah <laughs> this is a beautiful cover by uh, done by one of my friends kelte lin she's an amazing it's so artist. pretty so she I has done this cover and uh, yeah it's a uh, i have got really good reviews about the book people have enjoyed reading it and i'm really happy that i could bring out this book in this way like you know when i get a message hey i read your book it was so beautiful and it's so powerful and i'm like wow i'm so thankful i did this i took the call of bringing this book out like you know absolutely yes. so if you could leave the listeners with like one last thing for them to really contemplate or to apply to their life like like what is going to make the biggest difference in seeking out the most functional the most beneficial the most ascendant relationship that they could possibly manifest like how can they go about doing that right now so one uh one message that i would like to share with them is when it comes to manifestation we feel that we manifest what we desire but let me change that to you manifest what you are and not what you desire so if you change within yourself of who and what you are you can change the reality that you are in so if i say like you know manifestation has always been taken in a wrong way oh you manifest whatever you desire it's possible and then happen but it happens that if you want to manifest love in your life you need to become that love you need to embody that love in order to manifest love in your life so it is like you manifest what you are is the key so change who you are and you would be able to manifest what you want absolutely so relationship love anything awesome well i'm sure you guys out there can start to manifest that love Yeah is there is there a practice you would recommend for starting that love loving oneself spreading that love is you know so one thing that i have um understood is that loves uh, inculcating love within oneself is not a one day two day thing it's a journey mm -hmm. and it's a process like you know it's a step wise process however getting in touch with yourself getting in touch with how you feel on a day to day basis is a beautiful uh, step to start your journey within like you know towards 
creating a relationship within yourself with one own self so getting in touch with your own self on a daily basis hey how are you how are you feeling kind of is a wonderful way to start your self love journey so just checking in with how you're feeling throughout the day all the different spectrum of emotions like yes when you're when you're putting your kid down for bed check in with how you're feeling you know yeah. have appreciation for whatever that is when you're having a fight with the neighbor over yeah. god knows what check in with yourself yeah. yeah you know and even even like you know when you have you are stuck in traffic and you feel frustrated what about it is making me feel frustrated why i am frustrated in this moment just checking it in okay this make this is something and then you realize it's the anger on the husband that is being projected on the traffic <laughs> yeah 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 so it's it's so important to reflect you guys being mindful throughout the day just being present with your body being present with yourself um i know that that's something i do a lot I'm very well aware of where I am emotionally. Um, yes. You know, even even when I'm down in the dumps, it's uh, it's important to know why and what's causing it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us today. It has been such a pleasure to have you on and to ask you some of those harder questions. I I appreciate you just like taking those bullets for <laughs> for everyone. I know I'm a I'm a hard questioner, right? Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I absolutely loved this conversation and how it flowed. Absolutely. Well, go ahead and let everyone know where they can find you. I'll I will put the links down below in the description of either, either the podcast or the video on YouTube. So you guys go ahead and um, look for her. Go check out her book. I know I will after this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you can find me on my website. It's www.falakshake.com. And also um, with this month, I have opened up my mentorship program for uh, people who are looking for working on their relationship area. So you can find that as well on my website. And yes, the book is available all over the Amazon. You can find it in US, UK. Uh, Canada, everywhere. Uh, so go get a book, grab a copy, and write me a review. <laughs> I will put your uh, your mentorship program link down below as thank well. Thank you, thank you. So that thank they you. can find that. Yes. So thank you guys so much for listening this week. And I hope you guys liked this month of talking about the different types of love and all the different spectrums of love and how to manifest love and how to get out of unhealthy love. We had such a journey this month. I hope that you guys enjoyed the content. I hope you guys got a lot out of it. I really appreciate you guys tuning in week after week after week. Please share with your friends and family and let them know that we are here at Rainbows Rising. And I hope you guys keep ascending together. Have a good day. Bye.
Are you ready to ascend to the next level? This is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide calling. Please be sure to keep all arms and legs inside your vessel at all times. I'm just here to remind you to take some time today. Support Rainbow's Rising podcast. Go join the Discord community. Check out the Patreon. Get some stickers, custom tarot cards. Check out the merch. The merch. You know you want to. Go connect with Rainbow Raja. Maybe even get a session. Who knows? Your support helps make this show possible. And she loves to support you. Help support her too. Once again, this is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide, guiding you to your ascension.